Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, fellow Hellsingers? Oh, it's not that bad. Just hanging around, you know, enjoying the sights. Yeah, Denver's gone, so. Yeah, just swinging in the breeze like there's nothing <laughs> going on. <laughs> All right, but before we get into that, let's uh, remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can check out everybody's reactions to that awesome Avengers. Uh, like, did you see it, the trailer? I know. I can't believe Batman's not in it. I know, right? Superman forever. I know, right. <laughs> you can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there is a thing on Facebook about how to hang yourself from hooks in like this weird BDSM thing. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen that? Actually the people who do put the hooks on there and they're like, they do the suspension hanging. Um, no. And now I'm afraid to go look it up. (laughs) It's actually kind of cool. I don't want to do it, mind you, but it's one of those. Are they like, like teeny tiny Christmas hooks? No, they're like those big hooks. They actually kind of poke them in and they hang on purpose and stuff. It's there. How? I can tell you to either look at it or not look at it. I'm just but, saying. But blood and it's, no? It's fine. It's not that bad. It actually, it's the way they, the where they, where they do it at, it apparently doesn't bleed. It does bleed, but it's not, you know, life threatening and killing you stuff. These are people who know what they're doing, apparently, for people who know how to put hooks in themselves and hang. So now that Tumblr is porn free, can I go look this up on Tumblr and still be able to look at it? I don't know. You may, you may not. Look it up. Look up. Um, just Google suspension hanging, people, and you'll see weird stuff. I don't even know why I'm telling you all that stuff. <laughs> Apparently, it's something you can find on Facebook and, and Tumblr until the 17th of December. So, yay. Um, yeah. I didn't know they had porn on Tumblr, so this is a whole new world for me. Uh, the other things that are on on Facebook that I did want to talk about is our Van Helsing Facebook group. We have a lot of people there now. Um, a lot of great people who are posting some really cool arts and they're having some really cool discussions and they've had some cool videos and um, even some of the actors will drop by every now and again, uh, make a comment on a post or drop some knowledge about the episode. So if you are not there already, make sure you join the group. It's the Van Helsing Peer Fandom Facebook group. We also have a Brad and Court Talk Peer Fandom Facebook group where we talk about anything and everything. I thought, I think I was, um, I was actually watching Third Watch last night mm-hmm. and they had this awesome battle scene in the uh, season premiere of season six. And it just put me in the mind of Battlestar season three, episode three. You know what I'm talking about? Exodus. Uh huh. Battlestar drops in the atmosphere. Yep. Best moment I, ever. I, best, totally yeah. best moment ever. Yeah. Like my top 10 battle scenes. Oh, definitely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, different. those are the kinds of things that we talk about and some other stuff and some people were commenting on trailers that may have happened this week. Well, a lot of trailers happened this week. Um, there was uh, the Avengers Far From Home apparently dropped in Brazil yesterday and um, Captain Marvel was like last week or something. It's mm-hmm. been a long two weeks or week, however long it's been. Yes, it has. Yeah. Very much. So yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, if you guys want to talk about any of that stuff, drop on by. Or if you have something else that you want to talk about, like, hey, Court, Brad, check this out. What do you think? Like, we're always looking for stuff to watch. I'm always looking for stuff to bug Brad. Like, hey, Brad, watch this so we can talk about it. Yeah. Night Night Flyers is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. 
yeah. Hey, and if well, you at have some it, point in time, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But we're also going to do a top whatever end of 2018 because this year has been forever, and yeah. there are so many things to chat about. Yes, yes, it has so much, <laughs> so much stuff. Talking about best things of this year, Van Helsing is always the tops. Of course, uh, this season has been insane and amazing. We're already on episode 10, which is crazy. And I know one of the people on Facebook they were like, "Hey, we only have two more episodes left." And I was like, no, it goes up to 13. We're like, oh, yay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited. Yeah. But yeah, this was episode 310, Outside World. I thought we were getting scab, but we weren't. I know. I was kind of, this is, that was really bizarre because on the images that you can get out for the press and stuff like that of the upcoming stills from the new episodes and even on sci-fi.com on the Van Helsing site. Yeah, it's what they had on the sci-fi app. That's how I watched the episode. And I was like, oh, look, it's Scab. Yeah, they showed us really... Like, uh uh-oh. Yeah, this really kick-ass picture of Scab, you know, in his massive industrial goth uh, outfit and everything. And (laughs) then there's Julius there and they weren't in this episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, and Roland even dropped by on the Facebook group. He's like, hey, are you sure that's from tonight? I'm like, well, it says everything that we're seeing says it is, but it wasn't. So I'm going to put that image up next week. <laughs> because it's badass. <laughs> it is. It's very cool. But it was just one of these weird moments of going, okay, that was weird. <laughs> but this was also pretty much like a bottle episode anyhow. It It was. So this was Outside World. Uh, Vanessa trapped in an abandoned slaughterhouse, of course, because hooks. She wrestles between the light and the dark sides of her own self before she can move forward on her path. Also, we have Mohammed. He's back. Yes. Uh, The episode was written and directed by Jackie May. And she, oh my God, she did an amazing job. Talk about battles, but we'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) Go ahead. Definitely. No, it was really great. It was nice. You to want to start with that? No, go for it. Oh my god! Um, so watching that rooftop scene between Vanessa and Muhammad, like we've seen battles between different characters, we've seen all kinds of fighting scenes, and I'm trying to think of any show that has done this where you have the camera work, where the camera was working, capturing the fight, where it was happening like through a window, and you were just seeing bits and pieces and silhouettes, and oh my god, like that was amazing! Like she did a really good job with that. It was. I really liked the way they went into that one because, yeah, as they're running across the windows, you're just getting glimpses of how things are going and everything like that. I mean, it was really pretty awesome. Yeah, and like for a show that like always does something like different with their fight choreography, like we had, we had uh, the 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 uh, oh my god the bow, the -hmm. bow fighters this season like. So that was interesting to see. Um, we had, um, what's that house? The Renfield house. Yes, we had the the mind readers in the Renfield house. Like, they've just been doing some crazy things this season with their, like, fighting choreography and, like, the vampires. And, like, just this was just another different way to get in. And it was really cool. And I remember we had talked to Trezzo uh, way back in season one. And he was talking about how he, he does parkour. And so it was cool to be able to see him, like, be able to use that again, too. Oh, definitely, because he was jumping around all over the place there. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting because, you know, when Vanessa first runs across Mohammed, he Uh is eating the wolves to cut a wolf pack, but he actually still does recognize her. He does, and he was able to pull back enough, like, hey, hey, Vanessa, what's up? And then she's like, hey, come here, let me bite you. He's like, uh, no, yeah, no, thank you. I, I kind of like where I am right now. It's good. Yeah, he's, the animal side took over. But 
Also, Vanessa did meet up with somebody new there this time, too. She did? Well, not new. Well, you... somebody somebody she's seen kind of before, but I think this is the first time that we've seen the Oracle's face. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, before that, she's been kind of clouded in mystery. Yes. And uh, she, she tells Vanessa that she's a caller to the Chosen. So we've seen her call to Vanessa, call to the darkness in Vanessa, and she's called to the darkness um, in Sam as well. Um, so... I was completely wrong a couple of weeks ago when we talked and um, you were all like, hey, Vanessa killed that dude when she came off the island. I was like, no, she didn't kill him. Maybe she just beat him up a little bit. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, no. She, she killed him. She, yeah. she, she, yeah. she killed him like a lot and she drank his blood to the very last drop and she enjoyed it. So, yeah. 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 She's Yeah. She went a little on the dark side, which, you know, pretty much is what happens this whole entire episode. After yes. she falls through the window and gets hung on a hook, ow, that hurt. Yeah, oh, and I love that. I love that. Going back to the choreography, like, we saw the hook when they were fighting, and that was, like, Chekhov's gun. Like, you knew somebody was going to fall on the hook, and I just knew it was going to be Muhammad. Like, okay, Muhammad's going to fall on the hook. She's going to bite him. He's going to turn back to human. And that's just not what happened. Right. Like, this was, like, even better. She fell on that hook, and she was just stuck there. And, like, we were talking about the suspension stuff earlier, and I was like, oh, that looks completely painful. And, like, later she tells Muhammad that she's healed around the hook. Like, so is she re-injuring herself every time? Like, Well, pretty heals? much every time she heals up, that's why she's not dead, because she went on to it and she healed, and that's kind of everything healed up around it. And I think that was a lot of the problem that she was having when she was pulling herself up. One, it's also a big hook. She's pulling herself up, but she can't pull the hook out. Right, right. I mean, best bet would have been to climb the chain all the way to the top and then pull it out, but... Yeah, definitely. Uh, it takes a lot out of you after you've been stabbed in the back, though. This is true. So I, I wasn't sure what, what was happening. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was just like what we had with Muhammad when he was stuck on the bunker, where I'm pretty sure that was the Oracle messing with his head, mm -hmm. like and telling him how to get out. Like if it was the Oracle again, messing with her, her head, bringing in John, Susan, Dylan and like Julius, <laughs> new Julius and Julius 2.0. Right. I see I don't know about that either because it was it was interesting if it was in her head or, you know, the Oracle messing with her or whatever. But that was just kind of going over the whole thing of showing how far that she has changed because, mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing revolved around her killing the guy in the trailer. Well, and not even that. It, it went back to show all the stuff that she's done that's been kind of shady and like what, like her motives behind like all the stuff that she's done. Right. Like in her own like hunger for Susan's blood at some point in time. So it was really cool to see. It was like the trial of Vanessa Van Helsing and like what will be the verdict? Will she turn completely evil or will she come back to the to the good side and just be the badass awesome slayer? So but we don't we don't know. And I honestly don't know what the Oracle's intent is for Vanessa. I know she was talking about earlier about how the blood burrows deep and feeds that, that seed of darkness. Um, and she looked super excited when Vanessa was talking about raising the dark one. And like, she looked doubtful when Vanessa said that she'd be able to kill him. Right. So like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what, what the Oracle is up to. Cause she's doing the same thing with Sam, like priming him up. So like, are you, Prime and Vanessa up just to be the badass layer that I know she is. And like, are you impartial? Like, what are you? Yeah, it's a good question. And what is, what exactly is she doing? I mean, there's a lot to read into that. I mean, even though the, the killing of the guy in the RV was the tipping point for this episode. 
And I think that's yeah. really what that's really what brought around all her bringing back the people. Which and that's still I mean it gives you an idea. What is this in Vanessa's head or was this really and truly the Oracle messing with her? And it's And a, I I think it was the Oracle part of it was the Oracle, a large part of it was the Oracle messing with her just because of the way it ended with the Oracle hanging back when Muhammad made right. the decision to go back to the Vanessa. So I think the Oracle is just pulling all kinds of strings. But like I don't think like the, her killing a guy was a huge, huge, huge tipping point. But as we've seen with Doc, like Doc abandoned Axel, like she hit it and she closed the door and he was, he was turned into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you can come back from a lot. Like, yes, what she did was super bad. Like she, she killed somebody, not even for like, she had reasons for killing John. She thought it was a murderer. Maybe really? but like this dude, he was completely innocent. Right. And we she go can, through, she come back though. Yeah. We go through that when John's there, you know, you killed me because yeah, you thought I was the one who, you know, was chopping off fingers. And then we also go with the whole thing with John have, you know, I tried to kiss her and she pushed me away. So I choked her a little bit. I mean, there's some bad things with John also. So. Right. Right. And like what we got later between her and Sam where, he was like, yeah, I kill for pleasure, but you killed me. Well, you didn't kill me. Like, you wanted me to be tortured. Like, you you cut me up or whatever, and you, you left me to die and be miserable. And, like, in misery forever. Like, is she, what, she, did, did she cut out his tongue? Uh, no, she shot, him, she shot him in the leg or something like that. Yeah, she maimed him somehow right. before he turned. I thought, I, if I remember correctly, I think she did something to his leg so he couldn't run. Yeah. And that was his whole, you know, you're stuck here. They're going to tear you up and kill you. Yeah. But it didn't work. And he's just, oh, my God, that was just so, <laughs> I kill the 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 strong, you know. the she was Susan was weak, and she had to die. <laughs> was, Sam is just utterly, overly creepy, regardless of what he's doing. Always creepy. Yeah, but, like, in the best way possible. And I don't know how we didn't catch that, like, in the first like when he was first with Muhammad, like when they were a part of the group, like maybe just because he was so quiet. Remember we, we, we watched it and we just thought Sam was this big old teddy bear and he was amazing. Oh, and yeah. he, he was amazing, but like we did, we had no idea, no clue. No, we, we had no idea how bad Sam was. Sam was <laughs> even human. Sam was bad. And which was what we had there, which is, you know, yeah. as you notice, we have the difference in the voice versus human versus vampire Sam and everything else. But yes, I mean, he's ah, wow. It was it was good, but then we also have vampire Julia show. Well, we have Julia show up, right? Uh huh. Human Julia shows up, which is really cool, and he comes in and does his little spiel about how good Vanessa is and everything else like that. And he leaves because there's something else coming. And vampire Julia shows up. Uh huh. Hold on, what's your thing? And vampire Julia shows up. With uh, Julia, human Julius's head that he's holding. <laughs> I would, that was the greatest thing ever. He's drinking the blood out of the head, <laughs> and it was great to see Vampire Julius again. Oh yeah, like I forgot how, um, like I just forgot the way he moved. Like it just like the, the complete differences in human vampire. I'm sorry, human Julius versus vampire Julius. Like these actors are amazing, and like the different ways they can portray mm-hmm. like these different characters. Like even within character, if that makes sense. Right. No, exactly. It's it's amazing. I would love to hear vampire Julius say, "Why would somebody piss in my cornflakes?" But 
Like, I'm I'm wondering, because you know we're getting that showdown at some point in time. Like, I'm wondering how much of that old Julius that he'll be able to pull on um, when he faces off with Scab. Because you you know it, it has to come, especially after you killed his lady. I, I th- Did he kill her, though? That's his well, question. Well, not killed, killed, but, like, he totally made her a vampire. Well, you know, there's always that reset, the Vanessa reset button. It just has to. It is, and I I rely on that Vanessa reset button. Please don't stir me wrong, because I really love that character. She's super interesting. Now, another person who showed up, Dylan shows up, and this is like a really fun moment too, because Dylan shows up, and she is a grown up Dylan. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool because you're going to get the same actress back. She has been gone for a little while. She has grown up about a bit. She's, I swear, she's like two foot taller than she was when we last saw her. <laughs> yeah, but no, they did a really good job of making her still kind of appear as she was before because we got that. And then we later get, uh, so we got the vampire Dylan, but we later get like what she would have been if, if they hadn't changed her. Right, and it's almost like she's in an alternate world, still living and growing up, and just waiting yeah. for Vanessa to get there. Yeah, and like she's that part of Vanessa that's like she said, she's still the light, mm-hmm. or what, what? It's the Oracle. I don't know. I know that's the confusing part about it. See, and I, I, I'm really, I'm hoping the Oracle again is just pulling strings, and like that whole internal battle was really the internal battle of for Vanessa herself. Right. I, I did love the way that she the. Mm-hmm. In Vanessa's mind, she had grown up, though. Yeah. That was nice to see because, you know, it's a little bit more, a little bit different. It's nice to have her come back. And it's like, you can imagine uh, the actress right there is like, hey, you need to come back and revise your role. And she's like, oh, it's been a couple of years. Uh, never <laughs> mind. We got it all covered. Just come on back and show up. Yeah. We need to no, come- and it, it totally works because it brings everything back to the surface again. Because, like, Vanessa, she didn't push it aside as quickly as it happened. Like, she had some serious issues after um, Dylan died. Oh, but, of D- course, she got her sister. She got Scarlet after that. Right. But now Scarlet is away on that island. So now she's back dealing with that issue of, like, that her own internal darkness and also the loss of Dylan and what that has to mean for her. Definitely. And then there's that moment when she turned uh, Muhammad back and she's going over all this stuff that with him. Like, you know, I understand what you did because, you know, they had a big falling out at one point in time because of the stuff that he did for his sister. And she totally gets that, too, and tells him, by the way, I have a sister also. And he's like, wow, weird apocalypse. Oh, for sure. Like, if you remember... What was it season season two? Yes, like she was supremely pissed at him, like yep. when they last saw each other, and she 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 did not she she did not enjoy him anymore as a person. No. and she could have she he could have died for all she cared at that point in time. Um, and this actually brings me back to one thing when she was getting Muhammad to come down the rope, which was really cool. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the chain that was really she's you know dragging him down with his blood, and he you know of course turns and falls. She had him get the chair. Now, the chair was originally in the corner, but it was um, Julius Julius who brought the chair over closer, mm-hmm. which is the whole thing is that the Oracle actually messing around with stuff because the items in the room changed location. Right, right. Because at some point in time, we see that the chair has fallen. Like, mm-hmm. but did, did Vanessa kick that over herself, or was that from happenings with the Oracle? I don't know. I know this is the whole thing. It's like not really sure what's going on, what and where. I, 
I kind of, I'm, I'm with you. I think it was the Oracle just because things moved. Right. And it may have been visions from her head, but it wasn't until the chair moving was the big thing for me because <laughs> somebody had to move the chair. It wasn't her imagination who moved it. She didn't use the force. Physically, it moved. And that was kind of like. Or, or was the chair always on the ground? No, I'm going with the chair moved. Okay. I, I am totally down with the chair moving. Okay. Okay. But, by the Oracle. Yeah, by the Oracle. Totally, that's that's where I'm at with the chair moving with the Oracle. The more I think about it, the more I am down with that happening. <laughs> uh, see, this is how things work. You just go through it. Uh, so, yeah, she after turning Sam, tells Sam, hey, go find these people over here and hang out uh-huh. with them and be good. And he's like, no, not going to happen. Right, because that's how she finds out that Sam is still alive. Uh, Muhammad tells her. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently she doesn't know about their invincibility that they now all have. So, you know, nope. that will be an interesting one for... But does she not? Because Axel came back. I don't think... Well, she doesn't know anything about how, you know, um, Phil can't die for anything. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't know anything about that invincibility or else they would be the perfect people to take with her. I mean, True. you want to go fight the the vampire, the head vampire, take the people who can't die. <laughs> That's, I want Phil uh, on my side. I want everybody I want, else. I want Ivory on my side. Right. Yeah. Ivory. Yeah. I want Ivory on my side. I want Scab on my side. Well. Like, I don't ever want her to change Ivory. Like, I no. just want her and Vanessa to work together. I don't want her to ever change Scab either. Cause I don't want Ivory. I want oh. Ivory and Scab to stay the way they are. Cause they're perfect Ag- together. Agreed. Agreed. They need to, they need to keep doing their thing. It's good. We don't need to change them back and find out that, you know, Ivory was a cashier at a 7-Eleven and Scab was a, a business consultant or something. You know, I, don't I mean, think- yeah, because with the others, we've seen evolutions of their character as they've changed from vampire to human to back to whatever again. But, like, Ivory and Scab have evolved as vampires. Right. Yeah, they're so, totally yeah. different from where they were. I don't need to, we don't need to take them back anywhere. Unless it's the end of the show in like 10 years and then we've seen everything with their characters, then Vanessa can bite them. Okay. I don't mm, I don't know. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still down with that. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't want to see, you know, Scab back at work at a cubicle job. Oh, no, no, no. That's never going to happen. Or, and Ivory, you know, standing out front of Walmart saying, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> don't want to. I want them to keep vamping out. Keep doing their thing. They need to be the king and queen of the vampires. Okay. At so the end, when the they world just finally everything. is rebuilt, we'll still have a Scab and I redoing their thing. Yeah, they're just going to rule everything. Okay. The I'm st- down with that. It's their world. Vanessa's going <laughs> to, you know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, next week's episode, uh, I guess if the pictures hold up, we may get something back into that Scab Julius thing. Yeah, that should be pretty badass. And that kind of tracks with how we've been going anyway, where um, they'll skip a character and like give us a different story. So we either should get something from Axel, or maybe we'll see what's happening with Scarlet on that island, or maybe she'll finally be off-island, and we'll catch up with Doc and Julius and everyone else. Yep. It'll be cool to see. Absolutely. Well, But yeah, Vanessa and Mohammed are on the road again. Yep. Together. She doesn't know that yet, but and the Oracle's watching, so it should be cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the awesome stuff over there. 
lot of stuff there. We have some of our older podcasts for Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, The Magicians, which is coming back soon. Yay! And a Next bunch month. of other stuff. So check us out. Absolutely. And um, again, we're going to be recording that our top favorites of 2018. So if you want to share your favorites of 2018, make sure you visit uh, Brad and Court Talk at purefandom.com um, or on the Facebook group, actually, is where I want you to go. Or you can drop us a, a tweet on Twitter. Yes. And if you have any creepy doll stories, just hit me up on Twitter or something or send us an email. I got something in the works. It's going to be cool. He has something insane in the works. Yeah, it's going to be cool. You guys are going to love it. It's it's for next year. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, but if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, you can drop a comment below. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Oh, hey, you can also email email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Yep. That's where that sure is. Yeah. Can. So uh, yeah, again, if you have anything for 2018, let us know. Or what you're looking forward to for 2019, let us know. Yep, let us know. And until next time. Until next time. Um, what dark secrets do you have in your past that uh, the Oracle of was it Christmas Past could bring to your door? Like, what are you on the hook for? That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.